Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning and welcome back to Grindhouse, where we drink coffee and talk about movies. My name is Leah Diana, and with my co-host and boyfriend, Sean Tatro, we will be winding back the reels to 1971, where two British nurses are on a cycling holiday in rural France. But during their trip, one of them vanishes, and the other struggles to search for her in a rural community, in and soon the darkness. Let's get into it. A little ride in sunny France. A little ride down a long road. Don't you go, just go. Yes, I think I will. I think I'll do just that. With a killer stalking you. He's killed before. Why not again? You're young. And suddenly, you're alone and vulnerable. And who can you trust? A little ride in sunny France. The words, you dirty cocksuckers. Tell all your grave robbing friends I want the matter of city. The nightmare of insane murder. From the depths of hell. In the words of Gary Oldman, in The Fifth Element, DISAPPOINTED! Uh, yes, this is definitely not the movie I expected going in. I didn't know what to expect, but I expected different. I got it based on this cover. This is what sold me for this movie. It's a good cover. It is a great cover. This cover makes it seem terrifying yeah this okay this is not when you think grindhouse exploitation you think you're in for some fairly sleazy yes you do shit. but as we are beginning to learn grindhouse doesn't necessarily mean exploitation no and this was right from the Grindhouse Database website. Which I definitely can see that this would have played as a Grindhouse film. Yes. In Grindhouse cinemas. But this um, is the 3 a.m. choice when everybody's gone home and nobody's jerking their giblets to this one. <laughs> so, alright. Um, for clarification, today we watched As Soon the Darkness. And Soon the Darkness. Why do I keep saying As Soon? Because I feel like it should be As Soon. 
but I don't know why. And there's another. I think there's another movie called As Soon in the Darkness somewhere. So, I bring the fun facts. Because I brought this movie, so I decided to do the research. Okay. This movie was directed by Robert Feust. F-U-E-S-T. I think it's pronounced Faust. Faust? Okay. The film was directed by Robert Faust and made by the same production team that had recently finished the 1960s series, The Avengers. Okay. So, I've never seen that, but it seemed like... The writers, the screen people, everything came off of that that series. Uh, this movie was all shot in France. It was made on a budget of 260,000 pounds, which translated roughly into 348,000 American dollars. It's so f- it's a low budget movie. Yeah, that's fairly, fairly inexpensive. And the movie with Carl Urban is the remake of this. Okay. So I read the synopsis of that halfway through, and it literally is a woman um, convinces an ex-cop or an ex-investigator um, to help her in the search for her missing friend in a different country. It's not set in France. It's somewhere different. Yeah, it's like Argentina or yeah, something it's, like it's that. Yeah, it's in South America, which it's supposed to be much grittier, much rawer, and much more of like a thriller action. Well, it kind of sounds like they they took this basic plot and like maybe added a little. Embellished like, it, which, yeah. you know what? I'm thinking it needed it. Yeah, um, this film, let me just come right out and say like this isn't. If you're going into this expecting, like, a horror film, like, I, just based on the cover art and the title and things like that that I had seen, I kind of expected, like, a Last House on the Left Yes, I expected to be terrified by this one. That cover alone made me like, oh my god, this is gonna be girls getting maimed, like, 70s style, this is gonna be great. And it just, it's a straightforward thriller. But it was boring. Yeah, it, this is a a slow burning thriller. Like it's, it's slow very burn to gradual. the point where the coals just go out at the end. I mean, yeah. Um, I I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't step by step this one at all. I started to, and then it lost me. We open we opened the movie on very beautifully framed shots that are perfect for a credit sequence. They are. Which... It's shots of rural France. The girls are on a bike ride or they're doing a cycling tour of France. Beautiful back roads, no traffic, and from the looks of it, other cycling, other people are cycling on this same road or in these same towns. So it's something that I guess in the 1960s and 70s was very, um, very popular in younger like teens 20s you know staying active staying fit wanting to see you know more of europe it it made sense it was shot so amazingly in like the beginning sequences i really thought it was going to take a flip turn i was like oh this is gonna get good this is gonna get gory like they set this in beautiful the girls are lovely they're they're it's it's exquisite is what i believe well, that's kind of the thing. Like the, these opening moments, you have this these beautiful shots, and it's a company. They're all accompanied by this like 
feel-good opening music that like you kind of expect it all right they're setting you up for a huge turn it reminded me of the start of the italian job yeah like the music the tone the beauty it really did remind me of the 1969 italian job yeah i agree and i'm like okay we see the girls you know they're biking they get to this little cafe they're planning out their next route the blonde whose name is kathy sees this handsome man across the way and she's flirting and taking photos and being you know not coy what's the opposite she's being very flirtatious and the other girl's like we need to go we need to get to our next destination you know we have a long way to go that's a that's a good thing to touch on quickly Mm. is um right in these opening moments with these girls you you set up a dynamic very quickly Mm. So, on the one hand, you have, uh, I forget the other girl's name. Jane. Jane. The brunette, brown yeah. eyes, very, like, by the book, we need to do this, we need to go there. Like, she has a timetable. She has a, sh- she has a schedule. I yeah. have a schedule. Yeah, she's, like, she's trying to keep them on track on, uh, on an itinerary, mm. almost. Um, and to contrast her, you have, um... Kathy. Kathy, who's more free-spirited. She wants to relax and enjoy the trip. I don't want to settle down. I want to beat boys. I want to have fun. I want to lay in the grass, see this, uh, appreciate the sun, appreciate the countryside. Um, but when we get to that point where, you know, they rest, they're sitting there waiting. Now, the dude that they saw at the cafe, is, it's, it seems like he's, he's following them. Yes. And it seems a little weird, but... It just kind of sets it up for him being a little creepy. Um, something I want to just mention really quickly is like during the opening credit sequence, one one thing stuck out to me, and I know it's just a funny coincidence, mm. but the production supervisor on this movie is Johnny Goodman. Go Johnny, go oh go, Johnny be good. John Goodman. Not the same guy, I'm sure, no. but I just thought it was so funny. Can you imagine John Goodman with, like, the 60s glasses and, like, the long hair going, yeah, man. Yeah, I probably could. Uh, yeah, I could, too. Um, so the girls, like, he seems like he's following them, and, you know, one of the lines that the uh, Kathy says is, oh, he's very dishy. Like, he's he's a dish. Like, and then it kind he of... looks good. He looks good. But what I think is the evolution of slang, like, he looks dishy. He looks like a dish. He looks like a meal. Now we say, oh, you're a snack. You can see where the evolution yeah. of slang comes from. And it's funny because when she said, oh, he's a he's very dishy, I was like... It slowly devolves into it could, yum. It could. It, <laughs> and it could because this is very um, drag queen culture. Yeah. Oh, she's fishy. Oh, he's dishy. Like, you can see where the evolution of slang for, like, all generations comes from. And somebody probably said, oh, you look like a meal. Like, at some point, and it just kind of devolved. I think it's cool seeing that. But I digress. Back on on track. During these opening moments, as we're, like, kind of meeting these protagonists Mm. and, like, getting a sense for who they are, I started to get, like, develop a hostile vibe. I don't know if you've ever seen Hostile. No, I've never seen Hostel. Um, essentially, like it gave off, those movies give off a similar feeling to this. Like you have you have characters that are out of their element in a foreign country, and um, bad shit happens to them. In those movies, it's far worse. But uh, I kind of I got that feeling 
pretty quickly like you got these two girls they're traveling across Europe or France in France, this case yeah. and uh, they're somewhat looking for a good time overall and Eli Roth has actually said on the show his show History of Horror that this is one of his favorite Grindhouse films so do we need to talk I don't think that's a coincidence that they feel similar yeah I think I can see why it's one of his favorites, but we'll get into that. Yeah, as we we'll go. get into the end. I don't totally hate this movie, but I was disappointed because this is where marketing pisses me off. <laughs> this cover sells this as fucking mint. And even the synopsis gives you a little bit of a, ooh, what's happening? One of the girls is looking for the other, one goes missing, what happens? This cover solidifies that something bad really does happen. I mean, something does bad does happen, but it is the most boring roundabout way to do it. But we'll I would, get back. I would like to note that the cover of this movie movie showcases a very prominent, different a prominent woman with longer red hair and a red blouse. Our protagonist has very short brown hair, brown hair and a blue blouse. A blue blouse. <laughs> And the girl that has the blonde hair and the other blouse is actually the reverse colors. It is the brunette with the yeah. scarf and the blue. That is, this is the, this is Jane. They fucked this whole they thing up. Fucked it. This girl's <laughs> never in this movie. This is Jane. Kathy's not even on here. Like, like, this is a different movie than what we saw here. It really which is. is. It is. It makes me sad, but at the same time, and I'll show you, because this is what's all over the internet. That's the original this cover. This is the original cover. And this would have lost me. I think that's a solid cover. It's a solid cover because it literally is, in his glasses, it's Kathy. Yes. Like, But that's Kathy bathing in the sun. Yeah. Like, this would have been a better sell than this one, honestly. This gives me gore, maiming, exploitation. This gives me a normal crime drama. I wouldn't have been as disappointed if this was the front cover. And I did point this out when we opened the DVD. I was like, oh man, that looks cool too. Look at that. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about that cover is then your title is on the back of the box. (laughs) Oh god, I know. Like, and these drive me crazy. Like, I love the dual ones, but sometimes I'm like, you wanted that one. Why didn't you just sell it with that one? I like that they give you the option. They do give you the option. Like, we can put it up and, and be fine with it. So, we get to the point where Kathy wants to stop. She's tired. She wants to stop. She wants to have a good time. She doesn't want to be biking the whole time on her trip. She wants to lay loose. She wants to relax. So, she decides to lay down. And Jane was like, alright, we can do that. But we have to go soon. Jane gets impatient, starts yelling at Kathy. We've got to go. We've got to go. Like, the sun's going to go down. We've got to get to the next stop. Well. They have a big fight. Um, It's worth noting that at, before they stop, uh, like, we follow them th- on their uh, ride through the countryside, and they wind up passing through this, or at least entering this small town of Landron. Mm. Um, and... They're followed by this stranger, this mm. this guy that she thought was cute, but now he's like, 
now is kind of creepy. Yeah, he's he's following them on a motor, motorbike. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that basically brings us to where you were. Yeah. So Jane and Kathy have a fight. Jane, Kathy says, "Well, why don't you keep going?" And Jane says, "Fine, I will." So Kathy leaves her in this little little clearing. Oh, Jane leaves her in the little clearing. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Jane leaves her in the little clear. I can't talk. <laughs> it is so late for me. Um, it's not really that late. It's eight o'clock. It's eight <laughs> o'clock, but like in our world, bedtime is soon. Yeah. So we're old people. Um, but Jane keeps going to the next place, and Kathy sunbathes. She has no care in the world. She's listening to the French music, and she's just chilling. Kathy gets to. Oh, sorry. Jane gets to the next stop. Where, you know, it looks, the place looks kind of sketchy. It's kind of weird, kind of sketchy. Um, and this woman, this madame, she had a name, but I don't remember it. Um, she in French tries to warn Jane that this is a bad road. It's a bad road. Don't, no, don't do it. Bad Bad road. Bad things happen. I, this was a very lost in translation movie, but I understand why they did it. Because they yeah. wanted you to feel as isolated as they felt. Yes, and I liked that element. That I liked. I Because halfway through it, I'm like, oh, dear God, I wish there were subtitles. But no, the girls had no subtitles. They had a very basic understanding of French. And that's the way it would be if you went yeah. to rural France. Like, they don't speak English. Exactly. So it was done very, very smartly that way. Um, I'd also like to note, for anybody that's choosing to watch this movie, uh, it's... It takes a fair bit of time before this game, this movie gains any traction or direction of any kind. Like, um, for a long, bi- yeah. a long stretch, you're not sure what you're in for. No, and I think that's by design. It makes you uncomfortable. Yes, it's not. It's not like a tension or a weird. It's just uncomfortable. Well, it makes you uncomfortable, but it also slowly builds this sense of dread. That, like, because it takes so long to get into the thick of things, we're, like, lingering in this sense of not knowing what or when something horrific is going to happen to these girls. Yeah, exactly. And that, I think that's what they were going for. They were trying to stretch you out and be like, what is going to happen? What is going on? What is going on, ladies? What is happening? (laughs) And I did write that a couple times, like, what is happening? What is going on? Um... So after we have the madame letting Jane know, bad road, bad road, Jane waits for a while to see if Kathy will follow. Um, Kathy wakes up. What kind of wakes up? She kind of like comes back to like some sense like maybe I should start to go. Uh, she feels like she's being watched. Meanwhile, she is has her camera out, her sunscreen. She's got a bunch of stuff out. She's, I guess, washed her under uh, underwear and her bras and she put them out to dry because you know when you're traveling you got to do what you can and when she's gathering everything up she notices one of her pair of underwear is missing she starts to get a little you can see her getting a little like okay it's a little weird um she goes to finish gathering all her stuff she gets her bike her front wheel of her bike has been destroyed like it is like something wild ripped it apart yes and now she's unnerved. Now she realizes she's alone in the French countryside. Jane is nowhere around. Like, oh shit, I pissed her off. Like, she left. I'm screwed. Um, she hears something in the bushes, turns around. 
and something presents her panties back to her. And that is the last time we see Kathy. So now we cut back to Jane permanently, and it is basically what I would say 40 minutes of Jane trying to figure out what's going on. Yes. Um, and it's really hard to kind of go step by step because nothing happens and a lot happens. I think uh, to your earlier point, I think the language barrier does a lot once we get to this point because, mm. yes, we we along with Jane don't understand what these people are trying to tell her or what, uh, what they're talking about kind of behind her back to her face yeah and it it unsettles us but it also starts to build this sense or at least it did for me that you're not sure who she can trust like who is actually behind this is it the guy that the stranger that they feel is following them or is it somebody else which at this point when kathy goes missing jane goes back to try and find her he's there and he says, my name is Paul. I am a French inve- I'm a French private investigator. I wasn't assigned to this case, but I was traveling last year. Um, and I was just interested, which he doesn't tell her the full story either. Not for a while. So he doesn't give her reason to trust him. Right. Which is, this is where things really started to like confuse me, but not in the sense of like, yeah. I didn't know what was happening. I knew I knew what was going on, but so once he kind of reveals himself to be a detective, mm, private investigator, yeah. I was like, okay, so he's not he's not a bad guy. He's a he's, he's a good guy. But then they never let up the, his ominous nature. Yeah. So it, it like still they still kept you uneasy about him, even though they're telling you that. Oh, he's a good guy. Well, then he he lies about what he was talking to. After the two of them, he's like, oh, leave your bike there. We can't find her. After Jane goes back to search, they go to another little town, another little cafe, a little another little stop. And she knows that she knows keywords in French. So she's like, wait a minute. You just said the French word for murder. What's going on? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Stay here. And he asks another tourist, another woman, you know, in French, you know, what's da, 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 asking her questions. Turns out that woman is a British school teacher and she knows perfect Queen's English. So she's telling her, oh, what they were talking about is last year at this time, a young woman who was a tourist was raped and murdered on this road right near where. Hush, Discord. It's not our Discord. It's another <laughs> Discord. It's fine. Um, where, you know, she was raped and killed in that small field near the forest or that small clearing, which now you can see Jane's getting a little nervous, a little uneasy, um, tries to take her to, I guess, the local police, which is one of the little places that they passed by. Yeah. Um, and we actually see cops outside. Yeah. You see cops outside of it. And then all of a sudden there's no cops there at all. None. Um, it's like the place is boarded up. Almost. Yeah. So the school teacher is like, you know, if you need place to stay, if you need any help, please let me know. This is where it totally lost my focus. I lost focus here. Not permanently, but it just became this weird, why did you lie to me? I didn't really lie to you. What's going on? Let's go search. Let's not. And it just kind of took me away. It took me out of it. 
I was like, yeah. all right, I'm kind of, I hate to say it, but I want to know the climax, but I'm kind of done with this now. I'm kind of done with this plot. I agree. I, I started to definitely lose focus here, um, but it was more like where they split off and he like went to go investigate he the scene. He went back to investigate it like hardcore. Like, this was the moment where I was like, what is happening? Because like, like he, is he bad, but he's... It seems like he's trying to help her. Is he helping her? Is he tracing his steps to make sure that he hit everything well? Yeah. Like, it was doing both, but it wasn't doing it cohesive enough. No. Like, to me, it was like, but there needs to be smaller clue, like, little contacts clues to the audience that he is either good or bad. So the audience can follow along. We were just as lost as Jane was until literally the bitter fucking end. Yeah, uh, this movie literally builds like to a Grand here's all tension. the information yeah. moment, um, and I can't really argue with the fact that that works. It does. It keeps work. you confused and guessing all the way through. But I, I got bored. Yeah, I think this if this was a little more fast paced. Yeah. It would have kept my attention more, but I can't argue with its methods. We also have to think about this was 1971. This was a different kind of tension that they were trying to build. Yeah. And again, we've said it a lot. It's a sign of the times. Honestly, I think that this, the the method that this movie was made with is a little ahead of its time. Yeah, it really is. I can see where people in the 70s would be like, oh, this is very intriguing. Oh, I'm very intrigued. Oh, okay. But now we're like, well, we've seen this many times before. Yeah. Tons of times before. So this to us is kind of old. But back then, this seems like it was very ahead of its time. Yeah. Um. I mean, like I said, I went into this expecting basically a straightforward torture, exploitation, or maybe... Even a sexploitation of some kind. But the note that I saw on it said sexploitation. So that's why I got it. It's not. It's not. It's not it is straight thriller. Straight crime thriller. But I see why it's in the grindhouse category. Yeah. It was a niche. It was ahead of its time. It was international. It was different. Now, we wouldn't think that. We I can also imagine this is low, more than likely low budget. Would you say it was made for? Uh, two hundred and eighty-three thousand American dollars, or two two hundred and sixty pounds. Especially then, that is nothing. No. So, all right, I get it, and yeah. the budget shows. Like it definitely wasn't an expensive movie to make. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake, only one person is killed in the entire movie. Yeah, but it also leads you to suspect several people, not just Paul. It leads you to suspect the madame and whoever her partner or son is. It leads you to suspect the crazy death farmer guy, too. Like, it gives you multiple people that it could be. Focuses heavily on Paul because of the stalkerish nature that he was following the girls. I'm not gonna lie. I started to wonder if maybe the whole town was in on was it. in on something like, oh, one year, w- once each year, we need to sacrifice a foreign girl for a god or the forest or whatever. I mean, hell, if this went a ri- the ritual way, that would have been sick too. Honestly, I expected just kind of maybe it was some kind of thing where the whole town was like kind of 
abducting people. Yeah. And just killing them or something. Or they knew, like, the town... Uh, one of the town kids who's not all there is abducting and killing girls and they're covering it up. Yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking, but... I mean, the ending, while building tension and really good... Yeah. It bored me. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable. Hmm. I mean, was it... Was it just me, or does like this film begin to feel like it's taking place on the longest day in the history of days? Yes, because like when she was biking back to Madame's place, the sun seemed like it was like lower in the sky, but then we get to basically the Paul versus Jane chase, and the sky the sun is higher in the sky. I mean, it's shot on multiple days. It is shot on multiple days. I don't think they were thinking about continuity at that point. No. They were just like, oh, this is the same day. This had to be shot over like a week or two. Um, But I wonder if that's because they were trying to make the film feel like it was taking place in real time. It's true. I mean, the, the movie was only an hour and a half long. Yeah, so if you look at it that way, the only thing that breaks that for me is the fact that they're driving back and forth or riding back and forth a yes. lot. So it's like these places have to be fairly close together for this to be in real time. Mm. And when the girls are stopped in the beginning, they're stopping for lunch. So you're thinking between 11 and 1 in the afternoon, if they're traveling in during the summer, a summer holiday, the, the light's only up till about fully till about 6.30, 7 o'clock. That gives you seven hours. Yeah. This seems like it takes place over a lot longer than seven hours. Yeah, it really does. It does. I mean, then they get, like, she gets, Jane gets driven, driven around by Paul and then the school teacher. And she's not really on her bike as much more towards, like, the, like, middle to end of it. So it could be quicker. But then there's a full-on fucking chase for, like, 30 minutes. 30 minutes of yeah. this movie is Paul chasing Jane. I have to give this one that the, uh, the film scan is beautiful. It is, but I have one problem. One problem only with the camera work. There was a scene where Paul and Jane were in the woods looking for Kathy. And he's very close to the camera, and they didn't even bother to focus it. It was so out of focus. Oh, all right. Yeah. So out of focus. I and I was like, too. I don't know if that was something where they missed it and was like, look, we can't really do anything about this. It's fine. But it, it definitely dates the movie. It dates well, it bad. They also didn't have monitors then. So yeah, that's true. Focusing was all by eye. While the person was blind. Because he was completely out of focus. Um, I didn't mean so much the camera work. I, I meant like the actual, this scan of the movie. Yeah, this Blu-ray scan is, is gorgeous. Gorgeous. There's like no imperfections at you all. You can see the details of freckles on the girls' faces. It's really, it really, good. really well preserved. I, maybe because this wasn't a popular movie. That they were able to preserve it, be preserve it better, and they had better copies of it. It's wow. Yeah, I'm proud of the quality of Blu-ray we got. I'm proud of the kind of a. This is a piece of like history. This is cinema history. It is. It's nice to own something like, like even though I'm disappointed by it, I'm not upset. No, I think it's fairly good mm. for what it is. I mean, if I had be gone into this expecting what we got. I think I would have enjoyed it more. Yeah. I think that's the risk of us doing some of these blind picks. Yes. And while we were watching the movie, I was trying to find fun facts. There weren't very many because it's not a very popular movie. Popular. No. But I did pick a bunch of new films for us to review 
basically off of the cover and the titles. So I enjoy doing this because we could get a winner. We could get an eh like this, or we could get a total loser that like, why did we pick this? Why? What the fuck is this shit? What is this shit? Um, so after all the chase is happening, um, she ends up at the actual police station's place. The police officer, oh, this is prior to their 30 minute chase. She ends up at the police station in the little town and he says, wait, basically in French, wait here, let me go investigate. And he's investigating and he looks like he's doing the same thing Paul did. He's either looking for something, covering his tracks, making sure everything's thoroughly searched for. In the meantime, Paul finds Kathy's bike under a car. Okay. He does. It's a white car near the edge of the field, and he finds Kathy's bike under it. I did. Re- I do remember seeing that scene. Um, I don't remember if it was directly before or after that whole scene, but unfortunately, this ha- this lost me so much. I lost my attention, and I'm missing parts, which sucks. But, um. While the policeman is checking everything out, while he's on his way back to his house, he goes back to Madame's house. He doesn't go back home to tell Jane, I didn't find anything. He goes to Madame's house. They're all speaking French. You don't know what's happening. Unless you know French, you don't know diddly squat. This is where I started to come back. I'm like, wait a minute. We have no idea what the three of them are talking about. Not a clue. So she's, um, Jane is at the police, the police officer's house and she meets a, the deaf farmer who is speaking to her in French and she's catching little tidbits like, oh, he says something about it's supposed to rain. And she's like, oh, it's going to rain. It doesn't look like it. Um, talking about, oh, I was in the war. Here are my medals. Like she's kind of trying to break some sort of language barrier, But Paul's trying to find her. So now begins a chase of Paul breaking into the house, trying to find her. She runs into the woods to this abandoned trailer park. Meanwhile, the police officer, still not back at his house, he's sitting at Madame's house, fighting with the brother or the son or the husband or whatever the fuck is happening. Like, I can't tell you what's going on in the scene because we're sitting there going, wait, what is happening? Like, is this a conspiracy thing? Like... And we still don't 100% know what was going on. If all of them were in on something or if it's just one of them in on something. So we get to the trailer park and she's just this abandoned trailer park in the woods. Before you continue. Yes. There is one thing that I mentally made a note of. Didn't write it down, but. Okay. Um, so you just said that we weren't 100% sure if anyone else was in on it. Essentially. Yeah. I think I don't know if anybody was physically involved other than the big reveal. Yeah. But early on when uh Jane first meets Madame Madame. Yeah, the Madame. She uh the Madame says something along the lines so or she's trying to tell her Bad Road. Bad Road and something about uh police bad. Yes. And we don't really understand that until the the reveal at the end. Um, we kind of just assume uh, once we learn that uh, the creepy stalker guy is a detective, we're like, oh, she must have been him. Yeah. Oh, the, the the detective is bad. The detective's bad. So we get to the part where she's trying to hide from Paul in these abandoned trailer parks, and it is literally a 
cat and mouse chase yes. for another like 10 15 minutes and you see her bopping from trailer to trailer hiding she eventually hides in the closet of one of the trailers and paul gets very close but doesn't find her while he's looking for her kathy's body falls onto her in this trailer hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Her friend is dead. And this, this is where is, it gets. This is this the is part, where it kind of pulled me back in. Like, wait a minute. This is the part of the movie I hated the most. Really? Okay. And because this moment took me out of it so much that it like, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" What What was it? So she's hiding in this closet. Paul mm-hmm. is literally in this room. Yep. He walks by the closet. We get maybe like a. A moment. A single moment. A moment. The body falls. She catches it, but and she's staring at her dead friend. First of all, the body fell, and somehow she manages to make no noise whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she falls. Paul eventually is outside again. She gets out of the closet with her friend's body, stares at it. Zero fucking emotional reaction whatsoever. It could be shock. I mean, it could be, but at the same time, you'd have something. You would. It was just like, you're... you're your it looked like she was going to be sick more than anything, but it could have been a really hot day, and it's a corpse literally yeah. landing on you. I mean, yes, it it didn't take me out of it. It was more like, damn, that girl just literally face-planted on her without moving. Props to that actress. She's really good as a dead corpse. But, like, Jade not reacting was like a flight or fight instinct there. But once Paul leaves and she kind of crawls out, you're right. There was no reaction. She just stared at it. I think it's just completely unrealistic that he, at that moment, would have still been in the room. And, like, her body didn't make a shifting sound. And you're telling me you couldn't have smelled Yeah, corpse. You definitely, it's definitely a hot day. Yep. Like, you can tell. There Come was the, the sound of flies. You could hear the bzz, the sound that all dead corpses make is the, the buzzy fly noise. Yeah. And, I mean, it was fine to me. I didn't really notice that detail. That was okay. What I did notice was when she was looking at the body again... Um, her, she did her best not to have her chest rise and fall. She did her best. Yeah. There was one moment where you could see her chest go up and stop. And I was like, okay, they probably, 
started rolling, yelled action, she stopped, and they just kept the whole take rather yeah. than from the, the moment where they clapboarded it. In defense of anyone who's ever played a dead body, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, really. Like, dead. yeah. <laughs> um, but she's still eyes open, never blinked, never breathed. Damn. Yeah. That was good. Um, so we get to the point where now Jane's running, Paul's running, um, and now the cop gets back home, is like, wait a minute, what's happening? There's a towel here. Like, my house has bro- been broken into. She goes in the back. The back door's open. He's proceeding towards the trailer park. We are thinking in our minds, okay. She's going to be all right. She's going to be all right, Kate. He's going to save her. She escapes. She kind of escapes Paul, hides behind a tree, ambushes him, sort of, and beats him in the head with a rock pretty hard. Yeah. So you're thinking, oh my God, she just she just killed Paul. She runs into the police officer's arm. She is traumatized. She's absolutely losing her mind. And then the police officer proceeds to sexually assault yeah, her. Attempt to, to rape her. And strangle her. And that's when she realizes, oh my God, <laughs> Paul was telling the truth. That was the moment. Yeah. And it was like, oh shit. It was a solid twist. It was a solid twist. Like they gave us all the context clues. And we were, because they put so much emphasis on Paul, we were like, oh, good, she's safe. She found the cop. Great. Paul comes, Paul uh, um, immediately is okay after being beaten the head five times with a big rock. Well, he's still bleeding. Yeah, he's sick. I mean, that poor man has some brain damage at this point, but we don't know how bad. Yeah. He hits the dude with a huge limb, gets him off of her. They proceed to leave. The final shot is the shot I loved, though. The pullback to seeing Kathy's body through the sunlight in the trailer and then it starts to rain. Like this situation, all the bad is being washed away now and that was it. And then the pullback after that is two new tourists on the same road traveling towards where the girls were going. Assuming safely. Yes, assuming everything's safe now. The twist was good. I will say that. It brought me back into the movie the cat and mouse chase and the is it is it isn't is it isn't it is it isn't it took me a little bit out and i got bored yeah um honestly the the slow nature of this one does drag it down yeah um i thought visually the movie was good it was well shot well well paced for what it was trying to be yeah. but you don't if you don't know ahead of time you're gonna expect more um i thought they did a really good job with the score the score was great like it was soft and melodic throughout most of it and but then and you sometimes get it got a building... little creepy yeah the ending when he's like assaulting her and trying to kill her yeah that music got like really like nails on a chalkboard creepy yeah it was it was really it was well building done. really tense I just think for us in a time where this type of story has been done many times, we've seen this type of twist, the pacing on those, there's much more. There's more technology and more like, I want to say like, instead of just running around trying to figure it out, there would be like checking phones and what's going on and getting hold of other people and getting more people involved. I feel like this type of type of thing has been done even like a scream type situation 
Yeah, I, well, I'm sure the remake of this actually brings in a lot of more modern sensibilities. And now, I'm actually very interested in seeing what the remake is. One, because Carl Urban. He's yeah, badass. Carl Urban's pretty much great in everything. Like, anything that has anyone that ever starred in Lord of the Rings, I'll watch all your shit. I don't give a crap. <laughs> I, and I love, love the writers of Rohan. And him? Mm. <laughs> Carl Urban? Mm. Call me. Sorry. Anyways. Um... Well, you know, I'm a sucker for slow burn movies. And this is why I was like, all right, I think Sean will enjoy this one. There is a slow burn to this. I do. I think it was really well done. And I just wish I had known I was going into a slow burn. Yeah. Uh, Normally, I can tell when a movie's going to be slow burn, but that's generally because I've seen like a trailer or something to. Going into this one completely blind? Probably is one of the risks we take yeah there's another movie that i just purchased that we're doing soon i did the same thing i went off of cover i went off of the basic description of what kind of grindhouse movie it is i didn't read the synopsis that one definitely is sexploitation i double checked it i didn't read the (laughs) synopsis i double checked it but like i want to do i like doing these even if the movie is shit i still want to go off is the marketing what it says it is like this poster i'm mad at it but if it was the flip side where it was just the girl's body in paul's glasses i wouldn't be so mad about it i'd be like okay it's a thriller kind of crime thing yeah this looks like it's gonna be fucking gore and fucking horrible grotesque nastiness honestly from this poster i get a very um uh you did say hostile well, not from the poster. That's no. more just from the beginning of the movie. Mm. But I get a very, uh, what's that period, um, like hammer horror yeah. vibe. Yep. Just from, like, something you'd see Bella Lugosi in. Yeah. And Bella Lugosi was nowhere on the same continent, letting no. you know. Yeah. I mean, oh, I mean, I'll start this off. My overall thoughts on this film, I think it's... It's well made. It's mm. a really good movie. It's uh, if you like slow burn like thrillers, then this is gonna deliver. Yeah. I just recommend know what you're getting into. Don't mm. go into this blind the way we did because you're gonna probably expect you're gonna one be thing disappointed. and get another. Yeah. I think like visually the music movie's beautiful. The uh, pacing is really good like it definitely keeps you guessing throughout mm. the like we said the music is intense it's great um, even the performances everybody's performances are good jane was a little kind of eh to me i liked kathy i liked paul i liked how intense paul was at moments yeah and even the actors that we couldn't understand like they conveyed urgency and dread I agree. Jane, I think, was the one that didn't do it for me. I wish she would have been more emotionally panicky, more emotionally distraught. She seemed like what I thought she would be like, a woman with a timetable and no emotions. Yeah. Which I think that character, that's what the character was supposed to be. But I think after going through this, you'd think she'd have a little more um, emotion other than the final scene. That's when she finally showed the emotion. Like, your friend's missing. I think you should be more frantic. Like, 
you know, you're being stalked by somebody, essentially what you think. You, I think you'd be a little more frantic. She was very deadpan for most of it. Like there was no, no, no wrong to the actress. No. But it just didn't, she was the part that kind of pulled me a little bit out of it. Did you have any favorites? No. I didn't have any favorites. I have no lines written down. I did. Well, no, I did write one line down. Um, when Jane was explaining to Paul, we had a row and I left her there. And I was like, that's the only line like I remember besides, oh, he, he's very dishy. I just <laughs> thought that was funny. But we had a row and I left her there. You're in another country. Strange country. Never been. It's just the two of you. Even if I fought with my friend, I would not leave them there. No. I would walk away. I'd go to the other side of the where they were, and I'd chill. And I'd be like, you done being a bitch? Let's go. <laughs> like, that would be me. I would not. I was like, you don't leave your friend. And it's, I don't care if it's the 70s. You don't leave your friend. This is why people get killed. Because they abandon their friends. Yeah, I uh, I didn't particularly have any favorites. Um, no. I think I did find, like, a lot of the slang and language mm. um, interesting. Mm. I heard a, a few things, like, row and uh, dishy, dishy that yeah. I never really heard Yeah. Um, prior to this. I didn't really even have any favorite sequences, per se. I thought just... The way the movie was put together was really good. Um, nothing, nothing stood, stood out. out. <laughs> <laughs> um, did it work for you? No, it didn't work. I wish it was a tad stronger in the dread. It really did. It seemed very like, oh, my friend's missing. Oh, you're the you're like stalking us like it seemed very monotone very mellow for a crime thriller i kind of think that's what it was supposed to be yeah but i don't know i wish it was just a little more there are more diff there are different crime thrillers from the same era that are stronger much stronger like I, i'm not blaming the actors I'm not blaming the material maybe i'm just in a different time period where i don't understand the the delivery that was given maybe i look for a more dramatic more theatric theor, theatrical performance and i wasn't getting it in this it's kind of hard because i want it to work and i think again i think if i knew what i was getting into it might work for me what mm. might have worked for me maybe now if i come back to this in several months or a couple years or whatever and watch it again mm. I think it will work yeah this viewing it didn't quite work for me because I was expecting something else but I think if you're a fan of slow burn thrillers crime thrillers I think it might work for you or if you just like movies from the 70s seeing that time period seeing a simple period simpler period check this out it didn't work for us but hell we our opinions are just opinions you could have a different whole different feeling about this whole different so do you recommend it 
I would recommend this to like my dad or my mom or my stepfather. I wouldn't recommend this to like somebody our age. Our age might find this boring. They who grew up in this era might actually like this. This might be a, oh, hey, I've never heard of this gem. What's this? They might like this. Okay. Um, I, I can't think of anybody that I would recommend this to. Mm. Um, this is a very specific type of person's movie. Uh, generally, this is something that I, I would like. So if I guess if you're like me, then I'd recommend it to you. Um, but I definitely wouldn't recommend it to anybody younger. No. Um, maybe, maybe an older generation. Maybe like your your parents uh if they're a little bit older if your yeah. your grandparents even they might like it generally i probably wouldn't recommend it no um <laughs> you don't have to ask ask this one yeah, because g- it has been remade given that it's a remake it has a remake uh how would you make it today it's been made it's been made several different ways in different types of stories this type of twist is everywhere now. This is a expected kind of... There's a big build-up to a huge twist at the end. I I would say this is unique for this, but I don't even think a limited series would because there's not enough material for a limited series even on that. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't remix this. Um, I don't agree. Ladies and gentlemen, it took episode 17, but we don't agree. I think, so like, if this were to be, if the remake didn't exist and this were going to be remade now, I think the direction would be to go True Detective. Okay. Put the focus on Paul rather than the girls? No, not necessarily. Um, you could still make the girls the major players have the Paul character as a prominent figure mm. but I, I don't have you ever seen the first season of True Detective? No. Alright so you've seen seven. Yes. Think that in a limited series form. It's dark gritty character driven. I don't like true crime. I don't I I like watching like actual crime stuff like yeah. 48 hours and shit. I don't like fictional stuff. It's just not my thing. No, but you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, I know what you're getting at, but to me, like you're describing it, totally turned off by it. It's like, all right. It's fine. I, don't agree. True Detective, the first season of True Detective because I haven't seen beyond that is in my opinion one of the best limited series that's ever been done. Mm. So far. It is absolutely in fucking credible. Mostly because it is so character driven. Mm. If you were to take something like this and apply that same uh, formula to it, I think you'd have something pretty fucking solid on your hands. Okay. Uh, That's just my opinion. Not everybody is inclined to agree. Is this exploitation or other it came from the grindhouse website 
but I'm gonna say no. I... It's a straight up crime thriller. Straight up. I don't see why this is on the Grindhouse website. So, this is a Grindhouse film. This came from the era most likely played in Grindhouse theaters. Mm. It is not exploitation. Mm, no. And that's okay. Yeah. Grindhouse doesn't necessarily have to mean exploitation. They were just popular in Grindhouses. Because it was boring and it was kind of something that they could fill in the theater and just let it go. They knew it would turn a quick buck, get asses in seats. Yep. That's it. Um... Any other thoughts on this? Any other thoughts on anything in general? <laughs> I can tell you what I'm thinking right now. It's not related to movies. It is related to what we have to do next. It is 9 o'clock at night. Can't wait. We're going to be stuck in Christmas cookie hell for the next two hours. Decorating Christmas cookies. Because it's almost Christmas. I hate this time of year. I know you do. Um, but he gets to reap the benefits of eating sugar cookies. So where's yeah, the where's the downside to yeah, that? Yeah, I guess. But honestly, I am glad that I bought this. We want to own more Grindhouse films. If this is a Grindhouse film. Whether it be a good or bad Grindhouse film. Whether it be the shittiest Grindhouse film in the world and we both hate it. We're going to appreciate owning it. Because we were, were, we've said it probably about 17 times now. Maybe 18 because of the intro video. We're here to preserve physical media. I believe the two of us are trying to have a collection that will literally line a fucking warehouse shelf and then some. Like, that's what we want. We want movies. We want tapes. We want music. We want DVDs. We want Blu-rays. We just want physical media. I'm glad we have it. Who knows? Maybe someday people would be like, oh my god, I'm looking for this copy. Like, does anybody have it? And we have the last one. And we're like, we'll part with it. Here. If we can pass it to somebody else who is a fan in the future, why not? Right? Yes. Even uh, though he won't part with it. <laughs> he never parts with anything. I'm very happy to call this part of the collection. Yes. Um, I, I think it's a really good movie. Um, for what it is and especially on the budget that it was made yeah um I think I think it's it definitely has the potential to be a classic it isn't one yeah but it could be if more people gave it a chance it could be a cult classic yeah it could have a niche cult following that we don't know about I know that there are people who love this movie um Eli Roth being one of them if if it wasn't a, a loved movie, there wouldn't be a remake for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I definitely think that was a circumstance where they felt like, oh, a remake would benefit this movie. Yeah. And it might. I haven't seen the remake, so. You know, now we're going to have to watch it. Perhaps eventually. <laughs> it's not our wee house, so it's uh, definitely. It's taking a back It's seat. a back, back burner one. Um, but I guess that brings our discussion to an end. Yeah. Um, as always, don't go anywhere just yet. 
stay tuned for the coming attractions. photographer Laura Mars. Her work, the subject of controversy. Tommy Lee Jones is Detective John Neville, intrigued by her photographs for his own reasons. These are police photographs. They are strictly our own material. They were never published anywhere at all. So my question is very simple. Why am I photographed so much like yours? That's right. Somewhere between the sensations of high fashion and the precise form of her art lies another dimension, unexplored, unexpected. Unwillingly, Laura Mars becomes a witness to a series of murders watching through the eyes of a killer. I can't see what's in front of me. What I see is that. Think of that camera as the eyes of the killer. Drawn by a mystery. Do you understand? Their lives converge. Her world? Sensual, dazzling, provocative. His world, demanding, dangerous, violent. This is incredible. In the midst of all of this, I, I can't stop thinking of you. I know, I know. Well, what, what is going on? I don't know. I mean, it's completely unprofessional of me to be walking with you in the woods, I'll tell you that. I don't that. have time for this. I'm not supposed to be catching a killer. <laughs> Pursued by visions, she is linked to a killer. At any place, at any time, a witness. At any moment, a victim of her own eyes. I don't know what you guys just watched. I've never seen a trailer. I've seen the title and it's sitting on our entertainment center. That's all I know. So I bought this next film on a whim because it was written by John Carpenter. 
This is written by John Carpenter. Yes. Only written. Only written. Okay. Um, me being a huge Carpenter fan, as we learned in the Fog video. Mm-hmm. Um, or episode, rather. Uh, I wanted to see where... What else he had done. Uh, like, I've seen most of his filmography. This is one I've never seen, and I didn't know that he did. Or that he was involved in. Okay. Um, so I bought it on a whim, have not had a chance to watch it yet. I figured since it's in the wheelhouse, why not watch it for the first time on the podcast? What year was this one made? This was, let me see. This was 1978. Wait, what, really? The cover makes it feel like it's like a 2000s movie. Nope, 1978 and it stars Faye Dunaway and Tommy Lee Jones. Tom, Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. And you might like this one because the main character is a photographer. Ooh, <laughs> I'm intrigued. Go on. Um, as John Carpenter, I'm sure I won't be disappointed. You're never disappointed with anything from that man. It really depends on uh, how well it was directed. But direct. Well, you know what? We're not going to ask many of those questions no. because we're going to have to answer those questions. <gasps> On the next episode. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> uh, well, um, that closes out our discussion on And Soon the Darkness. Yay, he got right. <laughs> um, I'm uh, applauding him, and I've said every fucking word wrong this evening. Um, if you're looking for movie recommendations, coffee recommendations, if you want to check out our film collection, see some behind the scenes, or just have a conversation with us, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Grindhouse Podcast. Um, you can chat with Leah on Discord, hey. also at Grindhouse Podcast. We got a Twitter. We have a Twitter. Grindhouse Cast. Yep, Grindhouse Cast. Yep. Um, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you'd like a more visual experience, subscribe to us on YouTube where you can get every single episode in its entirety with video. <laughs> uh, beyond that, you can check us out individually. Where can they find you? On Instagram at Leah Diana Photography. I am also on Instagram at overlook.film. Uh, for anyone in the New England area looking for video, audio, for photo help, hit me up. Yep. Always willing. Um, if you're liking what we do here, if you want to show us a little bit of support, we do have a Patreon. We've set up some pretty fun little tier levels yep. with some pretty good rewards, I think. And It'll get you guys some fun extra stuff that yeah. I think you're going to enjoy. We're looking forward to it. Um, but until next week, I'm Sean. We're also on Spotify and iTunes. I got to back down And now. everything up. Just a, just a tweed. Just a little, 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 little. And wherever podcasts sold, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify, 
Any other ones that I'm forgetting because I don't have anything in front of me to tell me? Uh, Google Podcasts. Um, Can't forget the good old Google. Basically wherever you get your morning fix. Yes, man. Uh, new episodes. Whatever. <laughs> new episodes come out first thing every Monday morning. Until next week, I'm Sean. Hi, I'm Leon. I forgot what I had to say. Thanks for watching and listening. Catch you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.